Well, my first reaction on hearing the news was to uh, really send uh, Kathleen and Krona and Susie uh, the deepest sympathy from Sabina and myself. Uh, I had presented an award to Gabe in June and I had a letter from Kathleen after that, but also he dictated a, a letter to myself and uh, it, uh, it was typical of the man. He was such a professional in every way. But I think I associate Gay Byrne really uh, uh, at the very heart of Irish broadcasting. When you think about it, uh, in 1958, when he comes on through radio, and then four years later, 1962, when the arrival of television, uh, he moves straight in, and of course, the Late Late Show becomes one of the longest running uh, shows in, in, uh, in history. But I think, as well, I have always the view that Gay loved radio. Uh, I remember hearing uh, him once say that uh, as long as he had a sandwich and, uh, and, and a microphone, he was going to be quite happy. And I, I, I quoted, I think, when I was presenting his award, Lord Reed's uh, famous statement that good broadcasting is a nation talking to itself. And there's probably nobody who could better represent that. And then on through those years, and was, he, he was, I think what was interesting, someone else said about interviewing that is rather like peeling an onion. And maybe with the difference, I think, in his time was that he, he saw uh, how the, the good interview would come and he had the patience to listen. And therefore that enabled people to be very revelatory, both in radio and on television. And I think as well, too, it is so important to recognise that, you know, a person would make a mistake from time to time in the interpretation of an issue or a theme. But he was addressing issues that provoked conscience, issues that made people think. And when I say, therefore, you know, taking up Lord Reed's point about a nation talking to itself, people began talking about things that they didn't feel free to talk about. We were coming out of a rather heavy authoritarian time. Uh, and I, I think, therefore, it changed Ireland and it changed the discussion. And uh, even it had a ripple outside of broadcasting altogether when people would say, did you hear what was on the late, late the other night? Or did you hear what was said on the radio and so on? And that is really broadcasting at its best. It isn't really about the consumption of an opinion that'll last a few seconds uh, or just to be rather narrowly provocative. And that I, I remember too. I took part in, uh, in the late, late when it went out the country. Uh, I'm not sure about what a successful venture it was in different places. But uh, one of the things uh, that was uh, how professional he, uh, he could be. And, uh, and we, had, uh, we had, there were one or two programmes as well where um, I, I, we, we were, people were of different opinions. And I actually had to come back on one and uh, take up an issue, I remember. But what strikes me about it was, was, he was steeped in broadcasting. What I would say very strongly is, is that as long as Irish broadcasting is ever spoken about, his name will come to people's lips so easily and so quickly, both as a person who also as well had standing behind all that professionalism, a conscience and a compassion. I remember the way, for example, the reading out of the letters, the Annie Lovett, the, the people writing in about the response to the Kerry babies. And I think that 
Gillette, where he's a great exemplar in relation to broadcasting, was having the incisive uh, intelligence to see how being patient into the interview, you'll in fact get the very best interview. And, but, but behind it all, behind the issues of the head and the calculation, there is a good heart. He had a good heart and uh, he was generous. And I have to say in all of the recent times I've met him and particularly as he was heading into his illness, he was full of spirit. I mean, his, he and Kathleen would be at all of the different openings and the different shows. And I do very, very warmly send uh, to Kathleen and Susie and Cronin um, the very deepest sympathy. And I'm sure not just of myself, but uh, of all the people, those listeners and viewers, and all particularly of his colleagues uh, who would have worked with him over all those years. Oh no, but public service broadcasting is important and he was very, very important to have stuck with it and uh, to have given us so much. Well, another topic that I'm now covering is that Van Kale Saivini, a Hjola de Van Kale Kathleen, and the Ninjaka, Krona, and Susie. And Tom Kinsha is coming to St. Talkin, and he's in a kind of a course of Krelik on the Tirisha, and Vonu, in Edia Quaker Hockner, and he's here for him, and on radio, and he's in Edia Shaskadon, and he's here in television, and he's in a Gaborn, and he's in a Lauren, and he's in a Disporokta. And he's in a radio, and he's in a television, and he's in a professional, and he's in a point less. Agus ar vala caurishele muintinatirisha anaiga huart ar bedar ar nehi conspojaka bedar nehi nakra kiapshid gurar dar sir kunida fleigart agus an cuina rinishe sin an cuina yirikshe a conscious natirisha er over evik quid quid magic fuik kelt agus kiapshid nakra tirisiri at the flei visha kohianta kan meitsin ohi of course idein lahte. A Karim Rodelia, you know, Captain Hain, got a growing area, a lish on radio. Agasan Nask and Kanga special that are on either locked Eshtakta, Agas on Denatai, Jennifer and Curry Lawher. Agas Kamalish and Bader not willing the distractions on Agas is Quiven Lumb Nahurente, a good shay, Greshe, Ere Hoofness, Oscorn microphone. Och, visually, on Queen or Quisha Bader and show his tov up day, Augustus Stary would do it on late late, or near a current tune show she in a gumbrot list and shows an alia or foot on down. Is intercon made of a winter mock, Augustus. Come as a winchelish. Oh no, but Corgan Mark made hard of it for you to go, because I'm not going to go to the credit card.